Epiphany Media presents. Yo, what's up? International Women's Day Part 2. The name of this episode today is The Day. And I guess last last week was celebrating the month. That's what that was. All all month we gonna celebrate women all month. Three eight twenty today. Yeah. So uh, today, I guess it was an International Women's Day rally downtown, and you know the girl from um, Kent State that um, had an AR ten. Oh yeah, yeah. She was down there. Yeah, Yeah, she was down there interviewing women. I guess asking them about guns, how they feel about guns, and et cetera, et cetera. That's interesting. That's interesting. It is interesting. I'm I'm, I'm gonna have to go uh, to her Instagram or whatever to see, um, you know, what was asked and the answers because that'll be interesting. Because you know, I I don't want to say a lot of women, but most women that I come across. You talk about guns, it's like, oh, I don't know, uh-uh, mm-hmm. scary. I, so what I've found as far as that is that typically older women, typically, I mean, younger women are be nervous about them, you know what I'm saying, but they're more adept at going to get like CCWs and stuff, but older women, like, uh-uh, <laughs> I don't want no parts of it. Um, so on the early side, MDJ said, women don't have rights, that's why. That's a huge statement. And uh, I want you to elaborate. Hey, well, uh, it took a long time for women women to be able to lo- be allowed to vote. A very long time. I no, I understand that women. It was behind blacks. With, with you got yeah, black it's women. crazy, right? <laughs> you got black women, but yeah. That's um, oh no no. no. <laughs> um, Ebony J, I want you to elaborate for us. Because clearly women have rights. Like I don't want to leave it that vague or that broad. Um, <laughs> I don't want to leave it that that vague. Like, what do you mean that women don't have rights? Um, um, oh, that's why they needed a day. I got you. Um, oh, yeah. So, like you said, like, you know, older women are like, nah. I remember I was at the ranch. I seen his grandma. She was uh, shooting. And uh, accurate as hell. Not missing. Really? <laughs> not missing nothing. Nice. Groups is nice. Just, I think she was shooting like a, a Smith and Wesson, like full size M and P or something like that. Pretty decent. And uh, she was uh, she she was hitting her target. I wouldn't want to mess with her. I like women that shoot. Women mm-hmm. that own guns and shit. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that shit. Yeah, but like in this day and age where you got the. Um, human trafficking, women getting kidnapped, um, women women getting raped, which has been going on since the beginning of the time. Since forever. You know, women are naturally not as strong as a man. You got to come with that equalizer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a good way of putting it. What What are y'all experiences or thoughts on women's and firearms? Like, do you... You don't have to tell us, do y'all carry firearms? Um, but just say how you feel. How you feel about somebody else that you know that carry firearms? Women. Like other women, like friends or, or, or family members that carry firearms. Um, 
and and like just overall safety, you know, uh, whether it's about them with the firearm uh-huh. or about um, you being out in the world and how the world treat women with firearms. Like, what what is your experience? What do you think about? Because um, I'm because I'm interested. I'm interested in what women like. How how does how do women perceive like their safety when it comes to like having an equalizer? Like you right. said like a. a, a uh, a gun, <laughs> like <laughs> playing table with a gun. Let um, me say, I, I I used to can shoot well. I used to be able to shoot well. I think she's saying, but I don't because of my yeah. Ebony blind. <laughs> she can't. Hey, we can get a red dot. We got to get her something. Dude. She can't. Oh, no, she can get the hollow. She's gonna have to get the hollow. Like whatever the circle. Yeah. Circle on. Like she, we gotta get her some. Uh, <laughs> Some uh, two times magnifying, <laughs> gl- you know, say like some two times uh, magnification or something. Mm-hmm. Ebony just can't see. Yeah, she said I was a sniper. Lucinda was just funny. It's an inside joke. Ma, what's going on? You want to talk about people that she carry guns? Oh, your mother, man. Oh, as many, as many times as she be uh, in that mo- in that bank, <laughs> yeah, like as many times. Hey, what's up? I'm gonna come get my uh, um, girl style cookies. Sidebar, but um, yeah, but I but but they got the pot, you know, when you go to work, you can't carry, etc. etc. But at that job, I, at I the mean, end of the day, who gonna know? That's what I'm saying. I mean, it have been too many times. I can see one, like, you know, anybody, anybody can get robbed once or twice or something like that. Like, but mm-hmm. when it just keep happening, you like, <laughs> like what about, mm-hmm. I gotta do something here, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, talk about women that should be carrying guns. Mm-hmm. Just throwing it out there. Um, I remember I, when I when I got my first. Uh, she called my father like, "Yeah, he got a gun. <laughs> Ratted on you. <laughs> he got a gun in here. <laughs> Legal. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> she had to sell on you. Yeah, she told him. That's man. funny. Uh, Angel said, uh, "All ages of women in my CCW class. Uh, the oldest was in her seventies. That's good, man." That's good. I'm 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 all for that. I tell, like, so my job is my job to take weapons from people, mm-hmm. and uh, and I do, and uh, so usually it's like you know pocket knife here, you know, saying like those uh, brass knuckle pointy mm-hmm. ear key things that women mm-hmm. have, or or mace or something something like that. One lady walked in with the glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> she walked in with the the whole thing. <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, you, you can't bring this in here. She right. said, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I put it in the glove compartment. I, 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 you know, she was stuttering because she was like, please don't uh, arrest me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, hey, cool. calm down. Are you fine? I'm like, um, I'll hold you back here. Go tell your lawyer. You got to go back to your car, though. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and I'll let you go back down. You come back up. I'll check you, and then you'll be good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was super apologetic. Like, I really thought I put it in my glove compartment and this and that. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I, I get it, but you just can't come in here with it. Mm-hmm. Then I had another girl. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I, I'm, like I'm glad you got it, though. Like, I'm, I'm, you're an older woman. I'm very glad that you got it because it'd be wild out here. And now you downtown and all this stuff. And, you know, sometimes it's early. Well, now we got the hour back, but. You know, it'd be early and people be out and about and it'd be dark still or, mm-hmm. you know, say get late uh, super early. I'm, I, I definitely appreciate, I'm glad that you have it and you just can't bring it here. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? 
Uh, then I had another uh, young, younger lady that had, um, she didn't have her gun with her, but she had, she, <laughs> she had the magazines, like she was uh, Rambo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she had, she had like three mags, Smith & Wesson, uh, she had like three mags though. Uh, she had like two, like maybe two fifteen double stacks, and then like an extended twenty or something. Oh, like she was ready and, for uh, war. <laughs> but, but I told her I'm like, uh, see, you just use a full metal jacket here, though. You know, oh, dangerous. Yeah, you probably, uh, probably want to switch to something that's a little, uh, a little bit more punchy and not, you know, go through you. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So well, I didn't know or whatever. So I wrote her up like a recommendation list or whatever, and uh, so hopefully she, uh, she, she, she's been back. I've seen her since then, but I, she haven't brought nothing in there, so yeah. I had to take it. So good. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, some people don't know. I know somebody who I keep telling them like, you need to get some hollows, and he. Keep getting full metal jackets because you cheap. Like, don't let them get into something. That, this is crazy. Like, they not gonna work like you want them to. Like, and secondly, it's in a movie, yeah, those people think it's a movie. You know, you better hope nobody is standing behind whatever you're trying to shoot at. For sure. So your mom said, uh, I, "I'm really afraid of guns." However, I've been thinking, "How you scared of? You know, who you married to? <laughs> How you scared of guns? You know, you know who you married to." I'm like, I don't got to sit on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Scared of guns. No, just playing. She said, she said, however, I've been thinking differently. I'm only talking about safety. I, I'm not talking about you got to be, uh, don't, I'm not saying you got to turn this to your son. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you got to have four, five, six, seven, ten guns. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about the world is crazy and uh, we want y'all ladies to be safe. That's all I want, to be honest. Hey, but back to those people that came in your job and were strapped. I mean, sometimes you forget, like, just because you're so used to just oh, caring. For, for sure. Like, you don't even, sometimes you don't think about it, but um, you got to be aware because you can't get caught up. Now, so, so, so to that, though, if it had been another guard there, what you're supposed to do is uh, you're supposed to ring the alarm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that mm-hmm. person's getting arrested today, mm-hmm. and uh, that arrest going to come with a felony. And uh, all type of other stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, but you know, if you're a genuine person, you can tell when somebody honestly made a mistake or when somebody is trying to like get one over on you, you right? Right, right. So, and she was like super apologetic, like, you know, since like, like you know, I'll, like, I'll go back right now. Um, she was like, uh, uh, you know, like, just please, please don't call. It's like, I don't, I don't care about that. Like, she was there for a meeting or whatever, like, I don't care about that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just don't. Don't ring the alarm on me, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, look, it's cool. like I understand. So mm-hmm. I really thought I put it in my glove compartment, blah blah blah. And uh, I'm like, I get it. I get it, and I'm glad that you got it. You just can't bring it in here. And that's mm-hmm. all it was. But if it was somebody else, maybe a, a lighter skinned fellow, <laughs> it might have been a different story. I can't say for sure. It just depending bring on the person. Alarm. But, and uh, yeah, that, that's what I call it. Ring but you know alarm. what? You, uh, you like press a button. But you know what? It'd be state troopers and the whole nine. A lighter skinned fellow uh, rang the bell on me <laughs> before. Yeah, he did. Really? And um, yeah, he let me go. But it was like, damn, I'm going to jail today. <laughs> that's that's how you be feeling, man. That's how you be feeling. I mean, but once they put uh, once they put you in cuffs, yeah, you really gonna be feeling really? like going oh, to jail. So look, I, I, I'm look, I'm super confident with my chest out until until you get the cuffs on. <laughs> Like, once you get the cuffs on, like, that's it. Tight, especially tight. Yeah, that's it. Uncomfortable. 
And like so, so I, I'm a I'm a big dude. So they, they give me they give me a wide berth, right? They give me a lot of leeway. You know what I'm saying? If I ever get once I got to come from me ever, that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, a, I'm a good talker, man. I can talk my way out of a lot of stuff. But once you get those cuffs on, that is it. Mm-hmm. As long as you sit, you sitting out on the side of the street, you you on the back of the car, all oh, that's cool. You get mm-hmm. those cuffs on, that is you're, you're over with. See. See, wait, let me say that. Like, a cop never told me, you know, they'd be like, oh, I'm just doing this. You know, are you moving a lot? I do want to put you in handcuffs for my safety. Mm-hmm. You know, every time they put the handcuffs on, it's always like, that's it. <laughs> you better call somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better, you better call somebody. Man, yeah, when they put the cuffs on me and took me in the back, I was just thinking, like, all right, I had it locked up in the glove compartment, and I gave you dude the keys, and all he asked me to do was lift up and open the trunk. And lift up the hood. Now, you ain't Ooh, that's an old trick. Yeah, putting it, like putting it behind a battery or whatever. Nah, that's some throwback. No, no, no. I had it in a glove compartment. No, it's talking about they say actually lift the hood. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you pop the trunk, you open the glove compartment, but it'd be like under the mm-hmm. hood, like behind the battery. So that's old school. Now, the glove compartment was locked. I made sure it was locked. So dude unlocked it, strap fell out, and they came and got me. But um, but I told him I'm like, you know. It was it was in the glove locked compartment. Up, yeah. It was locked up. He opened it. And damn, case is case is done. <laughs> case is done already. Yeah. But then he was like trying to see if I was like a, I don't know a cop killer or some shit. He was trying to uh, so you so you come in here with a with a full magazine Ooh, loaded yeah. to the tip. Government uh, building. Yes. Okay. Yes. So uh, I'm like uh, I ain't say nothing. Loaded to the tip. <laughs> That's funny. So I was just looking at him like, shaking my head. Like, I ain't even going to argue with that. I ain't going to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because I already know. He's trying to see if I'm going to get mad. And But no, I said, come. Like, look, he went in the glove apartment. I got my uh, CCWs. Uh, and it's in my pocket right here. I'm like, my CCWs in my, <laughs> in my pocket right here. So I think that what saved me is I had in the glove apartment too, locked up. locked up. And yeah. I had my CCWs. And they was asking every other nigga, uh, do they got their CCW? But they ain't asked me because uh, I guess the way mine's is set up, you know. The shit, I'll tell you this. Cops, <laughs> cops funny, man. So I, the last time I was pulled over, the most recent time, rather. And uh cop walked into the window. I, so I do the protocol, my lights on and everything. I'm like, I'm like yeah, I got my I got my gun with me. So, All right. so I, like, I got my gun with me. I get to the window like, what's going on tonight? I'm like, no, 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 no. Did you hear? Did you hear what I said? <laughs> no, I didn't, no. What did you say? No, I said I got my gun on me tonight. Exactly. Like, like oh, okay, mm-hmm. where's that? Don't reach for it. I'm like, ah, like let me get out the car. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's way easier. Let me get out the they car. To, oh, I didn't hear you say. Yeah, I didn't hear. Yeah, now it's a bigger thing. Nah, this is crazy. Anyway, uh, Emily J said, "All right," she said, "Explain concealed and carry really quick." All right. It's two things. Oh, but you said the things you said before that. No. Yeah, you gotta read down. I was a sniper? No, no, no. She said, I was, I read it. She said she was in a store this weekend and a dude had his gun on his hip. No holster, no bash. Clean cut dude and everything. It made me nervous. Okay. So that was after. Well, I don't know why I came to like that. And, oh, I got you. All right. So anyway, so, all right. So you can do two things. And I know you were out of town. So it just depends on what state you're in. The, the laws differ. Uh, if this was when you was in Florida, Ain't no laws down there. Ain't no rules. You can do whatever you want to do. It's kind of like Ohio, to be honest. Go so Florida? No, you need to. No, you need them. No, I no, I ain't saying you don't need them. 
Look, I, I, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert in Florida. I have no idea. But in Ohio, uh, it's legal, legal to open carry, meaning you don't have to have a gun. You don't have to have a badge. You don't have to be in uniform. Um, as long as you're over 21, uh, um, you can have a handgun that's outside of your clothes. Like you can't, you can't have your shirt over it. Mm-hmm. You can't have uh, your jacket covering it. Like it has to be out, plain and open, uh, for everyone to see. Uh, and if you're 18, you can do the same thing with the rifle. It has to be a rifle though, like a long, not an AR-15 rifle, but like mm-hmm. a 22 long rifle, like a hunting rifle or something. I can't have one in the chamber though when you open carry. Uh, you can rifles. You damn sure cannot. I know for a fact you can't. Handguns. Uh, I want to say no. Yeah, I don't know. About that. I, I think. I think technically, I think you can. Mm-hmm. But uh, you'll have more hassle if you do because they insinuate that with, rifles. I know you cannot have anything in the chamber for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, handguns. You're supposed to be able to because what's mm-hmm. the point of having it? Like where you gotta. Like it doesn't make sense. Right. Um. But for sure, rifles you don't have to. I mean, you can't. You you can't have anything in the chamber. Your 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 um uh your slide or your brake action. Your action has to be open. Period. If you got if you open carrying a rifle, mm-hmm. I don't care what age you are. Uh, smaller stuff. Um, pistols. I'm almost a thousand percent sure that you can open carry w- with a bullet in the chamber, and um. You don't need a license for that. You you can go to the store today and buy a gun and a holster and bullets and load it up and walk out that gun store. I mean, probably not out the store, but like in your car. Not in your car either. You, yeah, if you, you don't get, get, yeah, you got you plenty can, of trunk. You can have it somewhere on you. Like You can walk out the store with your gun, open carry with a bullet in the chamber, and you can walk home, mm-hmm. right? The minute you do the same thing, but get inside of your car, it's a felony. <laughs> like without without any licenses, it's a felony. Like so, you can't conceal a weapon without licenses. So if you got your license to conceal carry, that means you can drive in the car with a gun, load it, load it. You can uh, wear it under your dress. You can wear it up your hip or your or your your belly band or whatever. Uh, your bra holster. You can do whatever you want to do with it once you got your license to concealed carry. Right. Uh, so if you so open carry you can do anything, but that's just walking out. That's just walking down the street. You can't get in no vehicle. Mm-hmm. You can't ride the bus with it. None of that stuff. Conceal carry when you actually have a license for it. That's when you can get in the car. Uh, you can um, uh, depend on where you at. You can get in the bus. You can go on a bus with it. Um, you can uh, you can cover it up with your shirt or whatever. Like th- so those are your big differences. One has to be out in the open, and you only pretty much can walk without any licenses. And then the other one is uh, you can take it inside of inside of places and uh, hidden, but you gotta have a license mm-hmm. to, to the main thing. See, here's my thing. Ebony said she was nervous, you know, with the open carry situation, and I agree with that. Like, why are you you just carrying guns on your hip, and why are you uh, why are you shopping, and of all the things that happen in Walmart, I, I understand it's. It's legal, you know. I support that, but you got people like uh, my mother who says she was scared of guns. Uh, other people um, are scared of guns in this world. So if you come, if you come in a Walmart and you got a gun on your hip and everybody can see, like, you can make people scared and nervous about what happened. 
in the future and they they don't see oh he's he's exercising his constitutional rights uh, no they see a person that uh that's scary and might shoot up that uh yeah, that, store. that store yeah. right. um i agree i i mean so it may, so even though i do it sometimes i i do it only on my way to work and um but even that makes me nervous sometimes uh but i do it anyway um so I can only imagine for other people seeing it, you know, they're like, oh, I don't know who was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, you know, and I, I get on the bus sometimes. So, you know, I ride public transportation where, you know, anything can happen all the time. Like we talked, we talked, we had a show where we talked about wild stuff we've seen uh, on the bus of public transportation. So um, I get it. I completely understand you being uh, 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 weirded out by it. Um, but legal is legal. Yeah. And uh, you being uncomfortable, unfortunately, is uh, not illegal. You know, it's not yeah. illegal for you to feel uncomfortable. Um, and just say, <clears throat> you only need a license to conceal it. You can open carry without a license. Uh, that's that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, concealed or grinding. Uh, so if you if you don't have a license and you want to transport it from the store to your house or from your house to the gun range or something, you got to have your gun. And ammo separately, uh, they typically they say have uh, one, whichever one you want to, but have one in the glove compartment, have the other one in the trunk, um, and, uh, and you should be pretty much safe if you did get put over or whatever, that's what they say. Um, but if you're concealed carrying, like I said, the idea is who would know, like no one should know, you know, you should be the only person that knows one way or the other. Um, so you can pretty much do whatever you want to, as long as you got those licenses to be able to do so. Um, MDJ said, to be honest, I can see well enough to shoot. I just can't see at night for the most part. I'm just not with guns because I got kids. I can respect that, but you got kids, so you should probably, uh, I'm not saying you should have guns all over the house, but you should. Have a safe. Just, just think about the safety of your kids. Um, get you a safe. You never know. You're the only person under the passcode. You can get you a small safe, the size of uh, you know, like this big, that's for a handgun. And uh, yeah. So no excuses. Uh, Andrew said, as long as you aren't a felon, you can buy a gun in ten minutes. Ten minutes? No. You make me wait ten minutes. That's a long time. <laughs> Well, why do I have to wait 10 minutes? Uh, you should come back in five. With the, That's what I say. <laughs> if you go to a store, you're looking at five minutes max. If you go into person to person, which you can't do in Ohio legally, 10 minutes? Man, I've, I've, I've man. 10, 10 minutes? minutes I, I'm nervous then. Yeah. If, if it takes 10 minutes, I'm leaving. <laughs> if it takes, if I'm at a gun show and it takes uh, 10 minutes, I'm out of there. I'm out of there. I'm leaving. 10 minutes, something's hey. up. So, but with that, you go undercover cop work. Right. <laughs> right. And I ain't even doing nothing wrong, but 10 minutes? That's mm-hmm. a long time. That's an eternity, man. See, with that statement, when somebody say, you know, it, it only takes 10 minutes to buy a gun, when they ran your background, you know, your background check. So, either they're going to tell you you approve, you got to wait three days, or no, nigga, you ain't never getting a gun. Ever. <laughs> getting a gun. And, 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 there's ways around it. Like, uh, Private sales. Yeah, private sales for sure. Uh, when we went out east, they didn't run my background at all. But I had, you know, 
17 state, you know, forms of ID. Mm -hmm. I had, you know, a thousand ID cards and all type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if you got the actual uh, tools you need to not have it take that long or whatever, then you don't. But um, for, let's say the average person, first time buyer. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't take much. Mm -hmm. it, it honestly doesn't take mm -hmm. much at all. Um, and without getting into like the whole politics side, y'all want to, y'all want to talk about that soon in on Wednesdays. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk politics, but without getting into the politics side, yeah. If, if accessibility is something that you're concerned about, don't be, but you can go pick up one today. Uh, I, I remember getting one at like the, cl the store closed in like, like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like, get me in. <laughs> like, get me in. Let's get it done. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? So, it, it's, it's, if you're worried about being accessible or time consuming or all this extra stuff you got to do, that's not the case at all. But my disclaimer to that is uh, go do some training, man. Go do yes, some shooting. Training. Go practice. Go. Sure. Like, don't think just because you got a gun that. You can just sit on your nightstand, and, and that's just going to be it. Like it's going to magically go, hit your target. Yeah, going. go practice, go practice, go practice. A thousand rounds to get you familiar. And that's per gun. So let's say you get a second gun. Like you got to go put some. So at, the more experience you get, the less rounds you'll need to hone in your skills because you know what to look for. You know the different techniques and blah, blah, blah. Like, but go practice, man. Don't just, like he said, don't think that you know, you're going to magically hit the target or defend yourself just because you got a gun magically. That's, n that's not how it works at all. Uh, MDJ said, it's a dude from Heights, from the Heights, being detained overseas because they said he, they found a bullet in his bag. Oh, yeah, He's been there for two months. Uh, they said it was a mistake, but won't give him his passport to come home. All right, so I don't know the ends and out of the story. I do remember reading something, like, about when it first happened. Mm -hmm. And um, I think... The thing about that is, it's a completely different country. Like you know, what I'm saying with completely different gun rules. For example, for example, we're in Ohio. If we was to catch a flight, we to New York, right? Mm, so we, we we register our gun. We register our weapons. We 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 you know register them with the um, with the. Uh, 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 with the ATF, we register them with the uh, uh, the TSA mm -hmm. and the, and the airliner. Uh, they check it. We fly to New York legally. Everything's good. We pick it up legally. Everything's good. We go do whatever our business is in New York. We come back to the airport, and uh, <laughs> we can't get home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All the steps are the same. Our return, we, we check in through the ATF. And then they're going to call somebody. And they, yeah, well, right. That's, <laughs> look, so you check in with the flight. Like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, as a return flight, it's on my ticket to say I got my fire on it. That needs to be set. Cool. No worries. Hey, I'm at the airport, Mr. TSA officer. Like, here, here's my gun that I need to check. Your gun that you need to check? No, son. You know, no, son. And they call uh, some other people and then... Uh, now you got a felony and you can't leave New York. You know what I'm saying? So I don't like I said, without knowing the ins and outs of that entire story, um, I do know that, man, when you in different laws or different states for that matter, something as simple as having a bullet or, you know, something that's outlawed completely or something that has uh um whatever, like you know what I'm saying, anything like that could completely something that you think is minor by having a bullet with no gun that right. can't do it you can't do nothing with it. Right. 
That shit doesn't matter. Um, back to the guy in Thailand, um, the Philippines or Thailand, uh, one of them. Oh, this know. guy. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, but he um, oh, they said that he had to uh get an apartment there. He probably gonna have to get a job. What what if he got a letter for the rest of? Life. Look, I said this. You know what I would do if I'm in whatever country that is. I'm like, oh, whatever I got to do, I got to get a job. Cool. Nigga, the first chance I get, you know where I'm going? Where the embassy. <laughs> I'm not, and I don't mean uh, Hilton, the embassy. I mean the U.S. embassy. Get me home. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you let me out, I'm I'm going to the embassy. Find me the the whatever cab I got. Like, look. My wallet's at the embassy. Can you take me to the embassy? Mm-hmm. I'll pay you when you get to the embassy. I'm American. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to the embassy. I'm a citizen. That's The embassy is technically hey. the United States. Get me home. Mm. Immediately. See, I don't know. That's, no, you know what I do? Get me home. I had somebody smuggle me. <laughs> smuggle? Oh, you I, I no, save up. You don't got no... Oh, you save up? Uh, smuggle yeah. me out the country to a country I can fly out of. And, uh... And I'm out. But you don't got your passport. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Get me to the embassy. That's what they say. Make a copy of your passport. Oh, get me to the embassy, <laughs> Make man. a copy just in case. Nigga, I'm gone. Tell, tell them uh, whatever I got to do to, to get... Uh, whatever. You know what? I love this country. I lie. I love this country. Uh, you know, the gun laws actually actually made me feel safer than I thought. And, you know, this is a complete, I'll stay forever. I'll become a citizen. I'll pay taxes. <laughs> so, as soon as they let me out, get me to the embassy. <laughs> get me to the embassy. I'm, like, yeah, I'm going to take a trip to Europe. Yeah, I'm going to Europe. I'm in Europe, nigga. I'm, I'm out. Let me get home. Let me get home. So, Angel said, uh, don't drink and drive. Uh, even... Even one drink. <laughs> so Angel had experience. I'll, I'll let her tell that if she wants to. Um, she wants to indulge in that. She had a whole experience with police officers. But did she say that she had one drink? And she she said don't have one drink. No, I'm saying did she tell the police officers that she had one drink? I think she did. Yeah, that's she also man. He said about the car. <laughs> she also yeah. said I had a gun, and then Ooh. she also said that I had a Ooh. drink. Oh, this is just two things you just don't Ooh. do under no circumstances. You let them find one, whatever one you choose, but you never tell them both. Uh, so anyway, so Emily J said, "Right, Byron, that's how I felt." We see all these videos and people flip. I don't want to. I don't want to be shot. Um, she said, "Don't bullets have to be separate from the gun?" You're right. If you don't have the license, bullets have to be separate from a gun when you're riding in a car for sure. Uh, your mom said, "Gun violence ain't no joke. People pull out their guns too quick for me." For example. A person don't like the way you look at them. Look, that's why the, the world is crazy. And I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also why you should probably have one. Like that person going to have one, you should mm-hmm. probably have one. And I'm not saying it might not make no difference at all. Right? So if somebody just get the ups on you and, you know, whatever happens. Yeah. And that could be mm-hmm. police, all these police officers that get shot. Uh, you know, they sitting there relaxing or having lunch or something, and yeah, somebody come and shoot them in the back of the head. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing you can do about that. Like, I don't care how much stories. training you yeah. do. It, it's just nothing you can do yeah, about it. Right, you're, so, not, you're not paying attention. Well, even if you are paying attention, like, you know, I'm paying attention to 
this situation. Somebody walk up behind you and shoot you. Like there's nothing you could do. Like it's no, there's no training. It's still for part that. of awareness. It ain't no. It is training for paying attention. Oh no! But right. you can't be distracted because a normal situation, nobody's not going to do nothing. No crazy no stuff crazy like stuff that. Like but, right. Exactly. You know. Um. But in the case that somebody do do something like that, I would much rather have my gun or whatever See, if I needed it. Um. Yeah. Uh, like my mother says, she said, you know, people quick to pull out their gun, but as you as a as a woman, which you can still carry, it like put you like your mind at ease. Like you know what, I'm not going to engage in none of this, you know, arguing, you know, trying to have a fist fight. I'm gonna be calm because I know, you know, uh, I know my strap is well greased. I'm trained. I can pull it quick, and you know, you know, I have to do something I don't want to do. So you know, just keep calm. Just calm you. As long as you you just got to be comfortable with it, and that comes with training and practice and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, and the situations are always crazy. Like we talked a couple shows ago about the dude in the RTA where the guy was trying to rob him with yeah. a gun or something. Yeah. And I said, like, I, I would take control of the situation. Uh, you said you wouldn't do anything whether you had your gun or not. Mm-hmm. And there's no wrong answer, first off, for that situation. Like, but in that situation, if he turned the gun on somebody else or waving at the crowd, I'm sure you would much rather, even though you wouldn't stop him from robbing that guy, I'm sure you would much rather have your gun in case he did turn the gun on the crowd or just start shooting random yeah. people or anything. See, now, uh, as an extension to that answer, since you posed the question, mm-hmm. if you said, dude, turned around and start pointing the gun at other people, then it's like, oh. Now I feel like I, I'm in danger. Now I'm gonna have to pull, mm. and I'm gonna have to assess the situation. Like, uh, you know, especially you're not looking at me. You know, I pull, you know, I have it to the side, see what's going on. But mm, you just have to make that decision. You what, know? What, which is completely understandable. Uh, Emily J said, uh, "You for sure know how to be careful and know the laws." For example. A uh, different topic, but still, Kuwait is a dry country, meaning no alcohol. You get caught with it, and you're in trouble. Wow! And it's just that simple, right? Like it, it ain't it ain't super complicated, it, and it could be a mistake. Like let's say you catch a flight to Kuwait because Kuwait is where rich people is, to be honest. Uh, and you got an airplane bottle. You you take three airplane bottles on the flight. You drink two, you forget one, right? You go to Kuwait, you land, you have a good time, you're on your way home at the airport, they find an airplane bottle. Honest mistake, I brought it with me when I came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, yeah, but you're here though. Completely different story. Yeah, you had to do years for that. Completely Years for story. a little 50 milliliter uh, bottle. Completely years. Different story. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's all. But I mean, you got to, hey, you got to obey people's laws. I mean. Even on accidents. Like that lady that came to my job, like I was supposed to ring the alarm, like that's what I was supposed to do. But I, I can, I respect the fact that she has a weapon trying to protect herself. I respect the, the fact that she a older black woman, and then you know, you'll know, then you respect to know what would happen to her, how her life would drastically change if yes. something like that happened. You know, yes, of course. So I, you know, so so that was a difference for me personally. But yeah, it's like you have to follow the rules no matter the situation. Like no matter how much training you do, like I, I work for a certain level of government. I can't go to the higher level just because I'm, you know, certified at my level. Like yeah. it don't work that way. They mm-hmm. look like, uh, like, no, 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 it's fine. I work for the government too. Mm-hmm. About like, what level? 
undermine? Nah, nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Take it off now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Uh, Andrew said, no, you can. I didn't realize you couldn't have one drink. Uh, she said, I can tell it. All right. So, this is Angel's story. So, Angel was having a good old night in, in good old Cleveland, Ohio with her friends. For those of you who don't know, Cleveland, I mean, Angel's not from Cleveland. Having a good old night with her friends, going to uh, casinos and, and going to gay clubs and stuff, because that's what girls like to do for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Hit up Twist or something, probably. <laughs> and um, uh, uh, so on her way back, like I think she dropped everybody off, and she was going to Taco Bell, got pulled over by... Uh, Oh, it was either he got pulled over by Northfield, which is near the casino. Oh, yeah, they stay they stay pulling people over out there. Well, it's twenty five miles an hour. <laughs> the entire strip of Northfield is twenty five miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're from Cleveland, you understand that. Mm-hmm. If you're not from Cleveland, you might not understand that. So, if you're doing anything over, you will be pulled over. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're doing twenty seven. Small city, they need their money. Everything you even got to go to court. I pay my ticket. I have to pay your ticket. I yeah, have to go to court. They. Look, I'm telling you. So anyway, so she doing, as Andy was talking about, so honest, she probably was doing 35 mm-hmm. and 25 because she don't, she don't care about speeding. She's a rebel. <laughs> and um, she got pulled over. The cop was like, hey, I don't know how fast you was going, but I know that dude was going 25 and you flew past him. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said to her. Mm. I don't know how fast you was going, but he was doing 25 and you flew past him. <laughs> <laughs> so throughout the process he asked her a question or two and then she remembered like hey I got my gun on me mm. she told him that which, which was fine fine you do just what you do uh, some more questions he was like uh, uh you having drinks tonight <laughs> she's like yeah and, and so in my mind I'm like no <laughs> don't, no don't do it and she did it it was too late no and, um, you know, it's like, right, like you said earlier, immediately, man, you want to step out of the car? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did he put like, a breathalyzer on her? Uh, I think she faked her way through the breathalyzer. She said, uh, they told her to blow, and she was just, took the deep breath and, like, didn't actually blow into the breathalyzer. Um, you know, so well, they how was is having, that possible? Nigga, they told me to blow, uh, pa- <laughs> blow harder, pause. Yeah. God was on her side. That's all I can say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, she faked her way through that. And um, uh, what else happened? I'm trying to think. Of something else happened that was funny, though. Uh, she said she thought she was going to jail. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> hey. In my mind, I'm like, no. 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 You could do one or the other, but you can't do both. Like, no. You deny, deny, deny. Hey. I can't even lie. I, um, yeah, I thought, uh, you know, I was like under twenty one. I have I played like a game of beer pong. Nigga, same situation. The funniest shit ever. I I'll never forget what I was <laughs> when we had this text conversation. Yeah, they had me do the uh, walk in a straight line. All this, uh, all those other games. I didn't even know you. Any, you could deny all that. Like I don't want to do. It. Let's go straight to the breathalyzer. And uh, I did the breathalyzer. They told me to blow again, and. uh I probably didn't even read. <laughs> I only had a couple of sips. That's it, funny. So, uh, 
I, I so I remember so after after it happened, I was at Burger King at work. He was like, uh, like, man, I ain't drinking no, I ain't drinking no more. I ain't drinking and driving no more. And I'm like, what you? I'm like, why not? He's like, uh, he's like, man, you know, I had to do, it, you know, I got pulled over, I had to do a DUI thing. I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, that's cool. You got out of it, he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, we we drink and drive all the time. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, man, I ain't doing it no more. He's like, he's like, he, he was like, so he got mad. He got mad, and I could tell he got mad because I I just kept saying like, that's stupid. Like, just stop drinking. <laughs> And it's stupid on me. Like, to stop drinking and driving? What? That's stupid. Why would you stop doing that? He's like, man, this I know you got mad. He's like, man, you don't understand until you see those red and blue lights behind you and they pull you out and ask you to walk a line. I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't get pulled over. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that man, shit was hilarious. I'll never forget, man. I was making Whoppers or something at the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? This nigga was salty, like, man, you don't even know. Like, wait till you see random blue lights behind you and they ask you to walk a line. <laughs> like, well, I'll get pulled over, hey, then, so. <laughs> it was like, it was embarrassing because, uh, they, they, they got you, it's cold as December when that happened. And, uh, it's cold as hell. They make you doing that stupid shit. Like, touch your nose. Like, this whole bunch of stupid shit, man. That's funny. Uh, so, Ebony J said, uh, in the house, don't bullets have to be separate? Absolutely not. What? Absolutely not. Where they do that at? Um, this is not this is not the Three Stooges. Like life is not like the Three <laughs> Stooges where you got time or Scooby Doo where you got time to run around through different rooms and different doors. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna grab the gun from here. And I'm gonna grab the magazine from here. And my oh. bullets are over there. And I'm gonna run over there. And I'm gonna load it up. And then you know, it's not that. Oh, like, you're gonna be in a dead sleep. You gonna hear somebody kick your door in, or you gonna hear somebody some scratching around or something while you're sleeping, and um, or you gonna hear your car alarm go off, or you gonna hear uh, your garage door, you know, saying something like that. So when you're in the house, absolutely not, absolutely not. That is when that's your domain. Uh-huh. Uh, in Ohio, we got this thing that's known as the Castle Law, which has been amended to, but have not took uh, effect yet. So as of right now, legally, the castle law, which is um, anybody, your home is your castle, and pretend you have a moat around your entire house, your house or apartment, whatever, and uh, anybody cross that moat, you have the, uh, the opportunity, the right to defend your property uh-huh. and to defend yourself. Um, but only once they cross that moat. Uh-huh. Like, so if somebody in your front yard is talking to you, you better suck it up uh-huh. or go out there and fight them with fists. Uh, but they cross your moat around your house, then you have the opportunity to defend yourself. Um, and with you know with that, make sure your house is secure. Put them three inch screws and your and your and your and your, uh, and your strike plates and your um, hinges. You know what I'm saying? And then they give you time to get ready to get in there. Yeah. You know. Just you hear like, oh, what's that? I don't I don't like that sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me grab this just to be safe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my door is no longer on the hinges. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what does that mean? Come on, kids, get get behind me. You know, let's let's hide underneath the bed. Yeah, we've been talking about women's rights. We, we've been talking about women and guns. Like we, was, we had seven we, minutes. <laughs> we, we had a whole set of questions lined up to ask all this Man, stuff. And I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a deep type topic to dive into. So. It's, it's super important, man. It's the women's safety, especially with, like you said, man. Women, 
women been getting kidnapped since the beginning of the time, man. man, man women, that's a big problem. I mean, especially down in like, Ohio. Come on now, nigga. Down south, down like down like I think Atlanta is, is like, some area in Georgia is a big area, but like, Ohio has always been at the top of the list when it comes to like women, like, tra- like sex trafficking for teenagers, like for uh, girls of any age, um, and, and you know. This is the same reason why Ohio was was a uh, uh, great land for like mob stuff. Same way like during Prohibition, like Ohio was the state mm-hmm. because you halfway between New York City, you halfway between Chicago, you know, you you halfway between uh, um, Detroit, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and you had a straight shot going south, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like even before uh, seventy one was a thing, right? It was still. A straight south going being able to go south. Seventy seven. It's always been around or no? Seventy no, seventy seven is super new. But seventy one had to go down towards Columbus and, and you know, seventy one go through yeah. Columbus and mm-hmm. through Cincinnati and through one everything. Like Kentucky. you say seventy one to Atlanta. Yeah, like, like straight real. down. Yeah. Uh so even though that freeway but the the path, like the route, the reason it was created is because it's a straight it's a straight side mm-hmm. south. Um but yeah, so this all ties into that, like just being safe, and and it's not the only reason. I don't want to say that guns is the only reason that women can be safe or whatever. But uh, right now we're at, at, at a place that women's safety is an extreme, and uh, a gun, guns are. I don't even want to call them extreme, but guns are definitely one of the highest, if not the highest, level of protection that you can get. You know, like. It's the equalizer. It is like, the equalizer. I know you've seen the movie with Denzel. You know, especially uh, the equalizer part the equalizer, two. Equalizer, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When when uh, <laughs> when girl took the Uber home and he seen that they had raped her, came back up like, yeah, you know, the credit card was, didn't go through. That was one. That was the first one. You know what I'm saying? That that nigga is the equalizer for her. That was the first you one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was the gun, right? Yes, exactly. Um. Angel said, I worry about testosterone testosterone and road rage at times. Are you talking about guys? I'm assuming you're talking about guys because he said testosterone and road rage. You might have to. Uh, uh, I, uh, hate, I hate that I'm saying it. Estrogen produces uh, road rage as well. <laughs> you know? It's true. Uh, you can explain this to us better because I don't know what you're talking about. Um, uh, Ebony, in, reti- in replying to Angel, said, Me too and mental health. For sure, mental health. Anderson, I thought I was going to jail. She said, walking the line sucks. I never had to do it, so I believe it, though. Man, if they ask you to walk, be like, look, man, take me straight to the breathalyzer. If you know you're drunk, just say, I don't want to take the breathalyzer. You're going to jail regardless. So my boss right now is a retired state trooper. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we was talking about, like, you know, ways around it and stuff. So... Unless you just got free time on your hands and you want to make the the um, officer look like a fool, don't do the 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 drunk test. Like the walk right, line yeah, and such, you know, the alphabet. Unless you know for a fact that you're sober mm-hmm. and you got free time on your hands and you just want to make the officer look like a fool, otherwise, deny it. Like, just off the bat. Right. He's like, all right, so if you driving, let's say you're on your way home from the store, you you know you you drive you drinking or whatever, on your way home or, or on your way to some place, and then you get pulled over. You like finish it, finish it, hide the can or whatever. 
take the breathalyzer immediately because it take it has it takes time for your like for it to enter your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Take the blood, you know, all the time wasted by touching your nose and all that stupid shit. Just allow them more time to get into mm-hmm. your system. Okay. Take the breathalyzer immediately. Mm-hmm. Is what he said. Um, and then some other tips that I don't want to give to the public. <laughs> we're not promoting drunk driving, but we're just saying that you know stuff happens. Is what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, it, it's. He was like, man, he's like, them tests are stupid. He's like, this is a time waster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That if I got to, say, if I got to, he said, I can know you're drunk, but if I'm having a, uh, like a rough night or it's just a boring night, so that's how you just keep doing tests. Like, well, I've got nothing else going on. I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> and he was a state trooper. Like, he wasn't like a city cop, so. State troopers is different. <clears throat> they are, di- for sure. No like they really want the big score. Yeah, they don't really. At the end of the day. Yeah. But. If it's some bullshit, they're like, man, shit. It's a waste man. of time. So trying to find niggas on, on, on uh, the tollway, uh, bringing packs to the yeah. city. Or sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Uh, MDJ said, oh, wow, I thought they did. That's why I never got a gun. I'm like, what's the point? For sure. Look, and I understand. And, and that's one of the things that's like a preconceived notion is that uh, just all, all the stuff about gun laws and gun safety, even the politics side of it, like just all type of stuff that... And you don't really know until you do the research or until you, like we, me and him was talking about stocks and stuff earlier. Like until you actually do the work, like you don't know. There's tons of stuff that you just don't know. It's stuff that don't make sense to you, and it's probably not even that way. But you you watch the video on Facebook, and you know now you're like, oh, uh, I can't do this or I can't do that or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's just not the case at all. Look, we about to take a uh, word from our sponsor. I got to take a bath. <laughs> Yo, so Where is it at? Oh, right here. Oh. Earlier this week We were sending a fresh new batch Of your ad here mm. A special batch A one-on-one That means none before None to come That's So y'all not gonna be able To get this exact one But y'all can get A similar one So head on out To your local state store That's what they call them In the streets <laughs> <laughs> So that's the Cognac one-on-one Of course just the, the the rum, even though it's a white rum, I don't know, you know, the distilla- distillation process okay. of uh, the one-on-ones. It's a but different variety, you know, made from sugar cane. Sure. You know, this is made from uh, grapes, special grape. I don't know the, I don't know, you know the special grape? It's just made in that region, man. Yeah. The, the dirt and shit is different. Well, made from grapes, but, you know, it's, it's you know. It's a fine wine. Yeah. You like wine, go get some some man, that you're you here. slow. Shout out to your ad here, man. They've been the sponsor, our longest running sponsor of uh, anybody besides uh, the support we get from y'all. They've had the bills around here. Man, man single handedly, single handedly paying the bills around here. Uh, your ad here been with us for, man, months now. Um, consistently. They're pretty consistent. Um, so if you are interested in getting your ad here, just like your ad here, be sure to send us a message and let us know. And uh, I'm sure we can make that happen. We put it right here, right on top of. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll put it right in this corner or something. Uh, put your logo there uh, in the corner, or wherever you want to. We can do a spot. We can come post up. You can come chill at what is at the show and have a good time. Uh, we all for that. We're all for having guests and stuff. 
<clears throat> so shout out to your ad here once again for being a sponsor for us. Um, <clears throat> so Angel said, uh, I feel like taking the drunk test was stalling and helping me sober up. No. All right, so you might have been sober mentally, but it, it doesn't get out of your blood that way. So eventually you do all that stuff, but then you take... Right, this is why people can... So if you ever watch that show Live PD, you got some people that... Um, they they would drink a six pack and technically they over the limit, but they are they drink so much or they're so used to drinking that they don't have to worry about or, or I don't want to say they don't have to worry about it, but they so so used to drinking tolerance is up. Yeah, their tolerance is up, so they yeah. can take the walk the line and touch the nose and pass even though they blowing that breathalyzer and they, and they you know blood alcohol is crazy. They're just so used to it, so and in that case, I, I remember seeing a cop on that show like he's like man, I don't know how you're doing it. Like, like you having a a, a a normal conversation with me? You didn't walk the line. You did. You done passed all the tests. So you passed all the tests, and the cop was like, "Oh well, I guess you're free to go." And the cop was like, "He's like, look, off the record, like you know, even though it's cameras, like just like, would you take a breathalyzer?" He was like, "Yeah, take a breathalyzer." And the stuff was over the legal limit. The cop was honest with his stuff. He didn't arrest him. He's like, "Man, I don't know." I don't remember the percentage was. Like, I don't know, like how you're able to process this alcohol or whatever, because like you're over the legal limit and stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's like, you know, but you having a regular conversation with me, and you let him go. Hey, but let him go. That's how it is with a lot of people. Alcohol don't affect people to have them. Like, I turn into a different person. No, 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 for sure. It might loosen you up or whatever, but. As but, far as like remembering everything that happened, yeah. having normal conversations, you can nothing. Do that. But she she was just just to her point of saying that she felt like it was helping her sober up. So yeah, mentally you were sobering up, but like you still was taking breathalyzer, you still would be over the limit. Mm-hmm. Now uh, potentially, I don't know. Now if if it was a if it was a cop and you put somebody over and you seen they live a mile down the road, and all you had to do was take them to their house, make sure they got in. Would you take him or would you take him to jail? Because you're going to have to write all that paperwork up. No. Even doing what I do now, I hate paperwork, man. <laughs> all cops hate paperwork. Mm-hmm. I'm not a cop, but I hate paperwork. <laughs> I swear, it's, it's, it's the worst thing about every job is paperwork. So, all right. First time. Like if you look at their record and you see. I don't care about that. Is this the first time I pulled them over? Yeah. yeah first oh, first time, you can go home. I'm gonna follow you. You get home. Not even follow. Like you leave your car here. Oh, that's I'm cool. It, whatever. The back, I take you. To you, the crib. you get to go home your first time, he, mm-hmm. and probably your second. That's it, though. Mm-hmm. Anything over that, and you being disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anything over that, you being disrespectful. Right? Nah, I just can't, I can't rock with it. Um, I just, I just personally, I can't do it. Um, Ebony J said, uh, and some people say it's hard to do. It's hard to do it even sober. Yeah. But if you got bad knees or like whatever, yeah, sometimes it's tough to, to, to do some of those tests. Um, you can you not, you can, I mean, <laughs> just saying, or bad feet or whatever. Like, or sometimes you could just, let's say you're going through something, they be like, oh, like, so mentally, you know, your mom got some stuff going on, your, your brother got some stuff going on, uh, you know, you just lost your job, so you, you just broke up with your girl. So mentally, you all over the place. And they'll be like, all right, now say the alphabet backwards. And you're like, I can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I'm not drunk, but I'm having a, a fuck up week or whatever. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it just it's just not a fair test, mm-hmm. right? It's not it's not a, a good test to 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 be able to decide. Uh, and I don't think they actually say back even forward though. Sometimes you buy man. I just don't want to go through this whole process. Like, whatever you got to do, just do it. Because I don't feel like going through this whole thing. Um, it's just not a fair test. And I don't know exactly how accurate it is. Like, so you, you can confirm your suspicions with it, but then you still got to make them take a breathalyzer. Like, that's the that's what you take to court with you, if mm-hmm. you're a police officer. That's the only way you can prove that they were actually uh, um, over the legal limit. But if you know that you're drunk, I see them celebrities, they know that they're drunk. They'll be like, I'm not taking a breathalyzer. Yeah, uh, we're going back to the station and they be like no you ain't taking my blood and next morning they sober up <laughs> hey yeah. but they got the money to where you know, they got a lawyer to, uh, it's different. to defend them they can get out on bail the next yeah. day or whatever you know what I'm saying it's so. way different uh, Ebony J said I remember applying for a dispatcher position in East Cleveland and not getting a job I think I failed the polygraph test but I was told but I told the truth I just got so nervous what, did, what was the question? No, like a polygraph. So, they, they, so it's like... Did I ask you, have you ever done drugs? So I said... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's the one that'll get, that'll get you, man. I, I remember taking a polygraph and, and I, I took... um, It was like uh, 40 questions or something. It was 40 or 60 questions. And they asked you them three times. So by the third time, you were like, what? Like, cause, so they asked you to, qu- you go over the questions and then they were like, all right. So, or at least the, the guy had, he's like, all right. So tell me about this time. Tell me about this time. Tell me about this time. Mm-hmm. And then, so when you go through the second time, you'd be like, you know, like, is there anything that you're not telling me about this? Like, it's going to be the same questions, but mm-hmm. like, is there anything that you're telling me that, that you didn't tell me already? Like, is it you, are you hiding anything? And so you go through the second time and that's the one that really count. You know, or the, the first one that comes, and then the third one, they're like, all right, so that's your baseline, then you go through the third time. By the third time, I'm like, I'm just tired of answering the questions. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm just sitting there with my eyes closed, doing, doing like, like, no, you got to keep your eyes open. I'm like, oh, this is killing me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is boring. We just the same question. Six, and anybody know anything about me? I hate back, uh, backtracking. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's video games. <laughs> like, I don't care if it's... Uh, uh, stopping at the store and picking up the laundry, the dry cleaning, and then going home. Like, I had to go home. They had to come back out, or I had to uh, pass the, the the dry cleaners to go uh, pick up food and then go back to the dry cleaner and then come back home. Like it's too much, and mm-hmm. I, I hate backtracking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so the third time, I'm like, man, I, y'all are killing me right now. Like this mm-hmm. is killing me, and I'm annoyed. And and now the reading is gonna really be all over the place. Uh, you probably guys the bullet not working for East Cleveland. I'll just say that though. I, mean, I don't know if your check was going to be on time. That most definitely wasn't. Uh, <laughs> that too, and most definitely wasn't paying you enough. Oh, just to be a dispatcher for all the shit that going on in East Cleveland, mm-hmm. that, that line got to be lighting up all the time. They probably got bed bugs in the fucking jail. You don't want to work there. Like real shit. That's funny as fuck. <clears throat> um, <laughs> every day said they do that. They have done it for <laughs> DG another time. They let her take her car home, but arrest. <laughs> Yo, that's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. They let her take her car home and then arrested her. All right, so on one hand, you got to be like, man, 
So on one hand, you gotta be like, thank you for I don't gotta pay impound fees and stuff. Well, the other hand, you be like, nigga, I'm home. Like, <laughs> let me just stay home. Exactly. And help me. I'm home. Oh, no, we already called it yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Is I never knew that story. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I would, look. Like I said, on one hand, I'll be thankful. Like, man, you know, I paid, you know, 120 bucks to get out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to pay another 120 for my car. But then on the other hand, you be like, Come on, I'm, I'm here. I made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, just let me go to bed. Let me go to sleep, please. <laughs> That's funny. I never knew that. That's funny. Hey, but That's I do funny agree hell, with you when you said, some, you know, sometimes you got to take it to jail because I know somebody who would fall, they got drunk and fell asleep at the um, steering wheel. They was following me, uh, following me back to their spot. They fell asleep at the light, drunk. Mm. I, I was like, where the fuck they had turned around? They still at the light. Sleep. Sleep. And where is this? Uh, light? Where is this at? What city is that? Bedford? You know how you get off at, uh, Forbes? Oh, you get off at, uh, where the old Walmart used to be and shit. What, what street is that? Oh, that's transportation. Oh, oh you talking wow. about, oh, you talking about, uh, you talking about Norfield? Yeah. Northfield, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Bedford, yeah. I don't yeah. know how she didn't get caught. <sighs> that's, yeah. This is nighttime, though, I'm assuming. Mm. I seen the dude fall asleep in South Euclid. Uh, I, I didn't see it, but it, it was like uh, body cam footage from the cop. It was daytime. It was like noon. <laughs> like one in the afternoon. Yeah. The, cop, the cop drive past, like, you know, the car the, the go green. The cop go past, like, not even thinking. Then he's like, look in the mirror, like, why was that car still sitting there? Like, so he do you, he do you, but he wait in traffic. Like, that car still sitting there. Like, he wait at the light. Like, what is happening right now? Go through the light and then look. Like, is he sleeping? <laughs> and bust another you, pull him over, of course. And he's having the window. Dude, like, no, I ain't do nothing. He's like, you're sleeping. <laughs> like, You've been asleep for five minutes. Like, I left and came back. He's still sleeping. Like, man, what are you talking about? Like, man, put the car in park. Like, the whole thing. Oh. Like, so in that case, you got to take him to jail. Like, or you got to, like... Because they got a problem. Yeah, like, like something's going on. Like, I don't know if he mm-hmm. was drunk or whatever, but like, something's going on, mm-hmm. man. You too tired to be driving. Mm-hmm. So you at least got to go back to the, the station and sleep it off or whatever. But, uh, man, because he was just drunk. Like, he was in, like, the guy was in, like, uh, let's say it's a three-lane highway. You got the turning lane, you got the left lane, you got the right lane. He, the cop was in the right lane, probably, like, a car back. The dude was, the was first at the light. And the light went green. The cops just drove by, like, you know, this, you know, somebody not paying attention or whatever. And he busted you, came back, waited at the light, like, what? What's like, <laughs> <laughs> another you? Uh, it's like, sometimes you gotta, sometimes hey. you gotta go, man. Hey, but, so, hey, but, you know, That's uh, funny. hey, cops been getting a lot of, uh, <laughs> like a lot of, um, uh, judgment, but sometimes they do cut a lot of slack for situations. I remember this time it was snowing outside. We get close to the mic. Snowing outside, and uh, you know I hit the brakes. It was a red light, and I kept sliding through the red light. But they were sitting at the light, mm-hmm. so they look at me, and I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? They got can't I can't stop right now. And they look, and I just kept it moving. I ain't doing nothing, like, you know. That's the one thing about in Cleveland, like when it's snowing out. The cops don't be care. I don't want to say they don't care. Like, don't they've been egregious? But I didn't hit my brakes in like a similar thing. And I ain't never no cops around. I, I get so far that I'm like, well, might as well mm-hmm. hit the gas now. Like, ain't no point in stopping mm-hmm. now. Like, no cars coming. And I might as well just keep on going. And I feel like if they were to pull me out, like, it's a blizzard out here. It's a mm-hmm. blizzard. I couldn't stop. Like, what do you want me to do? I couldn't mm-hmm. stop. 
Uh, Angel said, I can't say the alphabet backwards. I also didn't know I could even opt out of doing the test. Yes, you can. But in your case, it worked out because you bought some time uh, so I can come put on my Superman cape. You bought some time. So, good job. Ultimately, I guess. Good job. Uh, shout out to that Taco Bell, by the way. Um, Emily J said, yep. Uh, they say doing drugs at any age. <laughs> um, they like what? Oh, oh, on the on the set. Oh, she's on the polygraph test. Uh, they say doing drugs at any age. They like uh, even weed at fifteen. I'm like, yeah, I used to smoke weed back in the day, Cancel. but I've been in the military for five or six years. Cancel. <laughs> even in East Cleveland, they cancel you for that. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can do one or the other, but you can't, <laughs> you can't do both. You can't do both. It's like drinking, uh, you know. Drugs. Uh, no, we can't have that. Ebony J says, so my twin, I'm the same way, and that's probably why, and that's pro- and that's probably why I felt. Well, I passed my polygraph test. <laughs> 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 I actually got the job. Um, uh, but but I say this much: this is this is super insider. So, so I was lightweight and nervous all, all night. And I'm like, um, yeah, I don't know. Cause when they ask me if I smoke, I say no. Cause I don't smoke cigars all the time, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, you know, so I don't got to take cigarette breaks and none of that crazy stuff. So, mm-hmm. but uh, that night, though, like the night before, I'm I'm, I'm smoking on cigars, heavy, <laughs> having drinks. Cause I'm, I was lightweight and nervous, and I'm watching the videos on like how to pass, and you know, they like stay calm and this and that. And um, cigars are relaxed, man. <laughs> but I, I forgot, to, I didn't eat nothing though. <laughs> I didn't eat nothing, and I ended up yakking everywhere. <laughs> Called Earl every like this is the first time I ever threw up while sober. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like I was completely sober. I had a little buzz from the cigar, but like I, I only had like a little bit of a whatever I was drinking, and just from being nervous and not eating nothing, threw up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I mean really like Earled everywhere man Like disgusting Disg- Like I had to like Throw linen away Like you know what I'm saying Like I'm not cleaning this I'm just throwing this all away Like it was disgusting Like super nervous <laughs> But I went in there And and passed it like a boss Like he's supposed to do mm-hmm. That's funny Man so we're we gonna Wrap it up So look we we made all these great questions. Now, yes, we can't wait until next time, but I don't <laughs> we want got to. The whole month. I mean, we got the whole month. But all right, let me let me ask you one of these questions then. Yeah, which one? Uh, I, you can I type them so you can even pick whichever one. Let me see. You know what? Angel says, "Is that the night you woke up? You woke with yeah? I had to like throw up in my hair. Like it was gross. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was gross, man. Completely gross. Uh." <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that night. It was disgusting, man. And then I was just sitting there, um, and I'm relaxing because I, I got a drink. And I'm smoking mm-hmm. a cigar. It probably was a strong. That's probably what it was. I think it was like an Asylum 15 or something. Like super strong. Uh, 13. Super strong. Like a 52 ring gate. Like huge. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I took like a big pull. <laughs> and I'm just watching the thing. The cop like, yeah, you know, like you know, if you do do this, this, and this. And I'm like, oh. and I look like, oh. <laughs> but look, when I'm at, I'm at home, so I'm like, all right, 
The bathroom is here. <laughs> the kitchen sink is here. The trash is, I'm like, oh, the trash is here. And by the time I'm like, the trash as an option, it was too late. It was too late, man. It's disgusting. Yeah, that's the thing about cigars. When you're smoking a strong one, like, it hits you so fast and they shit that you could do about Nothing it. Nothing you could do. Like, so, right. So, as long as I was sitting there and I knew, I'm like, oh, I'm about to throw up. But as long as I don't move, I'm okay. But as soon as you, like, move, like, anything, then it shakes you up just enough. And I was like, oh, it's yakking everywhere. Yeah. The, the, the morning after, um, first time I ever had a cigar in the morning, I was, like, inhaling like a motherfucker. And uh, the morning after, I was throwing up all morning, fucked up. I'm like, I ain't never threw up like this. I'm like, I know I was drunk, but nothing like this. You completely forget, you completely forget about the cigar, like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't weed or or whatever. You completely forget about it, man. You're like, man, that damn cigar, the cigar got me, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so your mom said, good discussion and feedback. Thank you. That's what we aim to do here. Uh, we like I said, we we got tons of questions that we had lined up, but we never got off the gun stuff, which is good. Though. I, I like it. Self defense is, is important. Um, but so our question for the podcast, people that can't see it, has been on the screen, is uh, what? Ugh, excuse me. Is uh, what career advantages or disadvantages have you experienced uh, being a woman in this society? Uh, you always you always hear stuff about like the glass ceiling. You know what I'm saying, and um, uh, like how the pay is 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 not even. You know what I'm saying, like this stuff you've been hearing about for a long time. Uh, but with every bad thing, there has to be some good stuff, um, or it might be some some really bad stuff. Um, and I'm just interested in uh, in, in knowing what, like what are y'all experiences, good or bad. Career-wise, like, you know, do you feel like you've been held back because of your sex? Um, I just want to think, like, Elizabeth Warren said. I heard I heard something yesterday. They said, um, uh, for a man, if they get married, it's, uh, as far as, like, the, like the social things with, like, job and friends, like, get more friends as a married man. Um, I guess people see you more as a, um, I don't know, like, a, I guess, I don't know, because you marry, you commit, and then you commit to it. I don't know. I don't hmm. think, but they said, you know, you make more money, whatever, at your job. But they said, for a woman, it's the opposite effect. Make less money, you know, you lose friends. Cause just think, as a you know, a woman, they go out to the club, you know, they drinking, kicking, and partying. But you get married, like, you going, you might have to stay at home that night. And your man, you don't want to kick it. You go into the club to meet guys. And party or whatever, but it's not—it's not feasible when you when you're in a relationship. And as a married man, you know, of course you don't want to go to the club because you you're not really going there to party. You going there to bag something. So, like, uh, it's like I don't want to go to the stupid. Like you look at clubs that are totally different. Um, a different point of view. Yeah, point of view when you when you when you're in a relationship when you're married. So, so the only thing that I've heard, and this wasn't recently, but just. I guess I, I've seen that. So when a man, or so like when a man gets married, um, is, starts a family or whatever, or um, let's say you start a job and you're like I'm engaged or whatever, whatever. All right, so that that don't really read to them because you're a man, right? When a woman say, oh, oh, when women, when a woman or when women say that, uh, and like oh I'm engaged or or 
you know, whatever, then jobs start looking like, oh, potentially you could be pregnant within the next couple of months and then yeah. you'll have to take a leave for X amount of weeks mm-hmm. and then blah, 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 and this and that. And then they, they might be like, well, no, you know, they'll turn you down. They won't say that, of course, but they'll say, no, you can't have the job because of blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And it's really because of like, oh, uh, so you recently married, so potentially you can be yeah, uh, pregnant yeah, within yeah, the next woman, couple yeah. months or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you're going to miss work, so we can just hire a man that mm-hmm. won't. So even if he did take a week or two for his, uh, you know, kid or whatever, he won't be taking six weeks for, mm-hmm. you know, maternity leave or whatever. Um, so I have heard that, and I don't know how true it is. Like, like I don't know because I am a guy, like, so I don't know if y'all felt this way or if y'all had anything uh, close to something like that happen to y'all. Um me and Ebony J talk all the time, and uh, I won't put her out there unless you want to share. But like, so this don't got nothing to do with as far as like career advancement, but just like wild shit happened in the workplace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just the type of person I am, like she made she made sure to tell me after she had quit the job and all this stuff. Otherwise, I would have had to make a, ro- a road trip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so like all this stuff that women got to deal with, and then on top, oh, so, so that. That's the point of me saying that was women got to deal with sexist stuff and 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 guys cornering them or whatever in the workplace already, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, you are at a dis- disadvantage potentially because of you could get pregnant or um, uh, whatever, like whatever it is that people think that you know is a negative for hiring a woman. So it's just crazy, right? Like it's fucking like a woman getting like a woman a man, is the only type of. Even as a man that it benefits, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, Honestly. Yeah. A, a woman is the only type. Uh, a man can't get pregnant. A woman can get pregnant. So why isn't there mandatory, uh, you know, leave where they get paid? You know what I'm saying? Like, who going to take who gonna take care of, uh, you know, the child fresh out the womb? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And, and, and so, granted, in that way, I do stand with some of the Democrats or whatever as far as, like, man or woman. Like, nigga, you have a baby, nigga, go take some fucking leave. Like, go spend time with your new kid, man or woman. Like, go spend time with your kid. You know what I'm saying? Uh, go do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, that's something I, I definitely believe. Like, I don't yeah, do yeah, everything yeah. that everybody say, but democratically or whatever, but that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, go fucking spend some time with your brand hey, new kid. At the end of the day, your job um, is not important. Than your family, your so family, if, if your job say, you know, period. we don't want you to take off. To people got a problem with you taking off, if you just had a newborn, they can fuck them, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Up against the wall with crazy glue like, on your lips. I don't want to work. I don't work. I don't want to work at this motherfucker. Like y'all understand that? What type of motherfucker is y'all? What kind of family do you got? Yeah. Where you like? Well, you can have a kid and be like, nah, I ain't gonna, nah. No, I gotta go. To, I gotta go to work. I gotta like, go to work. The and fuck? then. All my all my employees got to go to work too. Mm. Like, what kind of person is you? So. You better be in the NBA, nigga. Nigga, they still they <laughs> they play they play the game up until the day, and then they'll take off. Or yeah. if, if they just so happen playing the game when the baby happens, they, leave they immediately leave and they off for a yeah. week or whatever. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that you know, it's crazy. I don't know. So that's our opinion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, your job will still. It's gonna be there. Like they can replace your ass, especially if you, if you pay for the media. No, y'all can't replace us. Hell no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But fucking Walmart, McDonald's. I don't know where the fuck you know people work at these days. But hey, nigga, you replaceable. Every I just think about it like this. Every day, there's some some new person, some new kid that's 16 
and able to work now. Exactly. Every day, as a kid that's 21 and uh, able to get their gun licenses, and now they're able right. to work now. Every like, day. Every day. It's a touchscreen at McDonald's where you can pick your own menu. <laughs> every day, you can stand <laughs> you know sit at Walmart, exactly. And so your job can be replaced, and at the end of the day, it's things that's uh, more important than fucking working. They work, right? period. All right, like so if you, no, ahead, just one last thing. If you go to work and, you know what I'm saying, you want to give it off for this job, just know that they don't get, care about you. You should go to work and be like, well, if I, you know, they get rid of me to this day, I'll be good. Fuck them. Like, hey, so the, go, no, go, go ahead. To, go ahead. to the rewind episode where we had, where I had lost my job or whatever, nigga was salty that day. Sounds <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what? They fired you? Who? <laughs> Motherfucking Jewish Family Services. Like, <laughs> if y'all haven't watched the rewind, listen to the rewind. Definitely go back and listen to the Epiphany Radio rewind. We went out after the show. I was sick. Oh, I couldn't even have a good time. It was bad, man. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, it's like, you know, I bounce back. I'm good. It's whatever. It's a job. I yeah. had many of those. Yeah. I and I and I just say this as far as working stuff. All right, so when you quit a job, they want you to give them a two-week notice. Mm-hmm. They give you a notice when they fire you? No. Negative. you just like, I need to talk to you in my office. Out of here. And then within two weeks, they have somebody to replace right, you. That's you, all I'm saying. Like you waited till I had to clock in first? You waited, no, no, not you even clock in. You here? I drove here. I worked probably like two, three hours, and then y'all fired me. Flipping tables. <laughs> Flipping tables. All right, man. Not, so, so that's how they're gonna do you. So I mean, take your days off. Take your call take, in. Take your mental sick, days. Whatever. Take your sick day. Take your vacation days. Mm-hmm. And that job will be there. Uh, if you got other people that work with you, they'll figure it out eventually. Mm-hmm. If they don't, then oh well. Uh, if they don't, then good. When you come back, you're coming back. Look, they'll look like damn, we ain't shit without you. And uh, please never take off again. And here's some money, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll be like, ah, we managed without you. And then you'll be like, cool. Mm-hmm. I don't got an email to take, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you just keep on rolling. So take your mental health days. Take your sick days. Take all that stuff. Um, let's jump to the comments, man. I see y'all definitely comment. I want to get to it. Uh, Ebony J said, uh, I feel like being a veteran has gave me advantages. Um, I, I can understand that and I can see that. I want to know what disadvantages being in the military has gotten you. If any, there might not be none. Uh, Khadija, what's going on? What's happening, cuz? Uh, I don't know if you're still in here. I see I'm a little bit late in the comments. Um, Ebony J said, uh, or Angel asked Ebony, uh, how did you decide to go to the military? That's a good question. Uh, Ebony said, uh, looking younger has been a disadvantage. I have to prove myself a lot by giving my history and experience. Uh... Yeah, I, I agree with that. I can agree with that. I think that um, just looking younger or looking inexperienced or whatever, uh, to kind of go to what we were talking about earlier about how to grow the business and expand. Yeah. Like being our age or whatever, and then we can tell people we've been doing it for X amount of years, mm-hmm. but going and actually talking to people and then they see it like, oh, oh, no, they they not what I thought. They, you know, exactly. They kids, it's, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Completely agree with that, Ebony J. Yeah. Um, uh, just say, y'all know I always tune in, for sure. Come, come to line and have some conversation with us. Uh, Ebony J said, uh, yep, being married or having kids for a woman can be a problem, even within the job. They know kids come first, uh, so that means that maybe taking off uh, work a lot, etc. 
right. So right. So we were talking about like being pregnant and stuff as far as being hired. But once you once you get into the job and you have kids, you gotta worry about your kids being bad at school or your kids getting sick at school or you gotta worry about um, uh, doctor appointments or like whatever, like all the stuff that. So just, that's just kid wise. So nevertheless, if your husband or your boyfriend uh uh going out of town for work and you got to drive the nigga to the airport or some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's always something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's always something and they feel like women can't do the job because of that. Yeah. When, and I, and I, I don't want to shit on myself. You know what I'm saying? But you know, women work hard as fuck. Like, I don't want to say work harder. Yeah. All I wanna, I'm not going to say all women work harder than all men. Uh, no, but let's say let's say equally. But when nigga, women women be busting because they know that they have to do more to even be recognized. Yeah, women be busting their asses even for shit that I might take for granted. For being completely honest, shit that I might take for granted, like women be busting their ass to do because they know they have to do that to even be recognized. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't even like applaud it, but just recognize. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, women women work uh, very hard. You know what I'm saying? But they say, I mean, it's a man's world. Come on now. That's what it comes down it's to. It's a man's world. I mean, we, we can't deny it, but I mean, women are here and uh, women play an important role in this world as well. So, and, and, and I'll just say this. The same way we as men are able to recognize it's a men's world mm-hmm. and that we have certain advantages that women don't have, mm-hmm. I feel like white people should be able to have the same thing to say like for like, that privilege, right? Mm-hmm. You always hear about white privilege or whatever, but just about like just. And I'm not saying that you can do nothing about it. I'm not saying that you don't take advantage of it. But even to be able to recognize, like, hey, I'm at a position. I'm, a, I'm at a position of advantage. Like, white people don't even be trying to do that I mean, sometimes, which is crazy to me. Uh, to even recognize, look, look, especially in America. So, right. I don't know. I was on some post about you know how uh, Miles Garrett said that. He hit dude in the head with the uh, helmet because he caught him a, a nigga shout, shout, shout out to Jurassic Miles. <laughs> shout out to my guy. The truth. He brought the robbery back with that one. But, um, oh, you know, I commented on, on the post, ESPN post. People, and, and some some uh, somebody really, you know, asked me this. Why is it, you know, you can say the N-word, but I can't say the N-word. I'm like. Without getting hit in the head with a, with a helmet. You know what I'm saying? I'm like. <laughs> How you studied American history. American history is each country's history dictates, you know, why people act like that in that in that country. In, in that America, it's right. it's black and white. It's it's pretty plain and simple. You go to Dominican, everybody look the same, but just because you from Dominican, you from Haiti, you know, you got straight hair, you got curly hair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it, it's a problem. Like, uh, uh, um, you know, racism or. Class or whatever you know is is embedded in through you know different country system, especially America, any country you know in the world. Huge, so, you know, it's a reason why you know you know men get paid more than women because women didn't really have rights until the sixties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or was it sixties or seventies? Right, the forties is when they got the right to vote. Okay, I like, can't, you know, I can't, I can't remember, but uh, um. Oh, oh, but but then as having equal with Title Nine, equal opportunities in sports. In sports, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they couldn't even get funding for sports. So, I mean, it's 
I mean, it's a big issue that's rooted in American history. So you didn't have the money to, you know, to fund your sport that you wanted it to do. You most definitely, damn sure, not gonna have enough money to uh, survive and work and and and, and support because, um, you know, the man was, you know, that that figure. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The man was. You was at home making pancakes. And eggs when I get home, you better have my sandwiches. Shit better be my hot. snack. You better have my uh dinner ready. <laughs> and I want it. That's how <laughs> that's like, how I was back in the day. So So like so everything and and I know I know it's women must so we landed on thick or whatever you want to call it, but I, they always talk about like the founding fathers, right? Mm-hmm. Nigga, like it was no women in that room, mm-hmm. right? Like so women just like black people, just like people of color or whatever. Nigga, you, you, you at a disadvantage so much, mm-hmm. so much, just because you don't have equal representation. Because you don't got a dick. You, you don't have any representation. Right, at least black men had representation because it was mm-hmm. guys. Like, you didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Like, women at all. And then to a, another standard, I guess, black women, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, y'all didn't have anything. Hey, look how, like, I just looked at a glance at your sister's comment, but look how they, uh, Look how they did D- uh, G.I. Jane. <laughs> this is crazy. That's crazy, man. Like, I, I just, I, hey, don't, I don't get it, man. Hey, she went on a real mission and was was the one that was saving niggas out here. Yeah, I just don't, uh, I just don't get it, man. Um, could you just say that she believed God should have time off, too? I, yeah, I completely, completely agree with that. Oh, we talk- yeah, hell yeah. You um, know what I'm saying? Hey, you... You know, it, it's all about equality. It's fifty-fifty. You know, I uh, I did my duty. Yeah. And so you still got to be there too because you got a newborn baby. You had to be up at three, four o'clock in the morning. You Some, tired? Than the somebody got to be up at three in the and morning. And you still yeah. and you still got to go to work. Yeah. You know, go to work all motherfucking day. <clears throat> you tired as fuck. She, she said he needs to be there to help and bond with his new baby as well. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Put that imprint. <clears throat> like nigga, I'll fuck you up. I'm your. <laughs> Angel said, uh, there are some companies that care, and Ebony J said they should. Uh, Angel said they're just rare, which is completely, completely true. Like that it is super rare that you get companies that actually care about their people, and, and not just about, like, leave or maternity or anything. Like, just completely care about their people is just super rare. Um, Ebony J said, uh, and, to point out sexual, and to the point of sexual harassment, you are made to feel like something you did or said was wrong, was wrong. Or, or, oh, sorry. Something that you said or did uh, or wore was the reason that you got sexually harassed. Ebony said, we didn't have this conversation multiple times. And uh, don't ever tell me late that something happened to you. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to put the business out there. But don't tell me late that something happened to you because I'm not a fan. I, look, I got stuff that happened to my aunt before I was born that I get mad about. It, it's nothing possibly I can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I wasn't around at all. Like, I wasn't even thought of yet at this point. Yet, when just talking about it, because I know how I feel about my family and stuff, like, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that, man. Either that, either that, or just don't talk about it around me. <laughs> like, those, those are your options. Or just be prepared to, to deal with me being mad. Um... Ebony J also said, a problem is, though, people can't leave jobs because they need it, uh, and they ain't set up, but I have a solution. Come up. Take my financial therapy classes coming soon. 
<laughs> by, by my new album. All right, so I'm gonna assume that is a, a conversation with Ebony J and during the course crossover. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Now I'm excited because I I want to know more about that because I'm I'm unfamiliar. Uh, she said, when I was in the military, some people don't want to hire or didn't want to hire me because they knew I could be called at any time for duty and they legally couldn't fire me. Wow, that's crazy. That's fucking, that's even more insane. That's, that might be more insane than like women having babies. Like, nigga, I'm going to defend you. Right. You. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you person is hiring me personally. I'm going to defend you. Mm-hmm. And you're like. I don't really, you know, how many times you got to drill per month, and, right. and and are you active duty? Or are you reserve? I just, I, right. I just don't, uh, I just don't know. I don't know if I want to deal with that. Right. Which is just fucking crazy to me. Uh, Laura said, uh, "It's very hard for me to take off any time or day at my job because I practically run everything. Uh, but within the past year, I realized that since I have such an important role, I should." Uh, be able to take time off without being afraid of repercussions. And I've been much happier since I became self-aware of my value at the workplace. Right. I, look, they're, they're like, I know just because well, I know the, I know the situation, right. but, you know, when she's not there, they run around with like a, like a chicken with their head cut off. They don't know what to do, uh, how to do, what, what to do with, your, with her job, this and that. So she's valued. So it's like they need you, and, and if they got to hire somebody else, it's gonna take a lot to train, then to get to know the person, all that type of stuff. So uh, don't be a, don't be a, um, afraid to take uh, time off for your own mental state because like, work work is the worst shit invented on earth. <laughs> like it's like you gotta go because you gotta pay bills and you don't want to be there. I don't care what job you at. If it's a job that you love, it's probably. Nigga, some shit you want to do when, when you was a kid, so you cool with it. But if it's a job where you just, you know, you got to pay the you bills, know, doing, you got to go there to work the bills. You can do the job well, very well, but it's like it's not something that I love to do. Like well, I can just wake up and just do it. I don't even got to get paid for this shit. If I if, if I ain't get paid, I'm not coming in. If, if hey, if my job said, Period. you know, we can't we can't pay you this month. Oh shit! Well, I, I guess can't I can't come, come in. in. Yeah, what you know what I'm saying? Fuck you talking about? Um. So, to, 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 so my, my opinion or whatever to what Laura said is, um, it's pretty much what I said earlier, right? Don't be afraid to take those vacation days that you earned by the, the stuff that you do. Um, don't be afraid to take those mental health days when you need a day. Don't be afraid to, to do whatever it is that you need to do to keep you going, which inevitably will keep the company going. You know what I'm saying? Like, so don't, don't, don't be afraid to use that time and don't be afraid to use, uh, the resources that they, they're supplying you with. And, and I, and, and to that point, like, I don't care if they did give you a bonus or a raise, take them fucking, take the days. You know what I'm saying? Like if you need a day, if it's so overwhelming when you like, I got to take a day with my husband, I got to take a a day with my chick. I got to take a day to be alone. Like then they're going to work and I just need to be alone. Uh, Take a day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I and I and I get it, and that's I don't take a day because I don't have the benefits to be able to PTO and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So because of that, I just keep my ass working. But if I had the opportunity to take a day, I'm taking a fucking day. Period. Like, <laughs> it, like it's not even a it's not even a, nothing to think about. Like, if I could take a day, I would take a day, and that's just off the strength of the fucking job. Like, the job is going to be there. 
that job is going to be there, mm-hmm. right? So if you need a, men- a day mentally to get yourself back in check for your family or for your husband or for work, take that fucking time. Like, take the time because you deserve it because it's your time. That's your time. That's your sick days. That's your vacation time. That's your PTO. Like, take the time to do the stuff that you need to do for yourself. Like, it's super important. And if you listen to these companies... You will never take any time. You listen to these, oh, we need you for this, and the fucking conference is coming up, and Man, uh, uh, and uh, vice president so and so is coming in town, and I, so what? Mm-hmm. Like, I, well, he should have picked a different week because mm-hmm. I'm taking this week off or whatever the case is. I had to go do some shit for myself, and that's and that's honestly how people should be thinking. Right. All people, not just women, but women especially, because y'all already under scrutiny for, like, just other random shit that y'all don't have any control over, right? And, and just get ridiculous. Uh, Regina said, uh, thank you. We do work hard, but it's the same both ways. Some women lazy. That's true. <laughs> so, a lot, tons of guys are lazy, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Regina said, oh my God, I would never say the N-word, lack of respect. Hey, some people say nigga. Some white people say nigga all the time. I ain't saying that they should. I'm saying that they do. I'm saying that, I'm also saying that they don't say it around me. Uh, <laughs> Ebony J said, "I want to go to. The, I wanted to go to the military since like 17 to move out of town uh, with." All right, so that's not a word. With security, yep. sincerity. Yep. <laughs> I don't, that's not a word. Whatever I'm you're just trying to say, say, she was typing too fast. We're gonna guess security. <laughs> Either security or sincerity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. Then fast forward to being 21, having a kid in school with no uh, parental support. Uh, learn, uh, learn the opportunity that uh, that come with with it. Oh, so she's talking about joining. Why the reason why she joined the military? Every they say yes. If the recovery after birth can be something. Uh, having a C-section or being sick, yeah. Or, or even, like I said, mentally. A lot of stuff is, can be mental. If it's just postpartum, then that's a real thing. Like, there ain't nothing that you can just ignore. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Regina said, I was a single I was a single mom, full-time student, and at least 30 hours a week uh, of work a week. On Sunday, <clears throat> on Sunday, I'd work, uh, damn, I can't talk. On Sunday, I'd bake two to three casseroles, freeze some to have for dinner for the week, I graduated with a 3.8. Shout out to you. 3.8 is pretty, that's pretty mm-hmm. damn good. It, under any circumstances. Studious. A 3.8? God. I never had that. I'm not saying I couldn't have. I just never had that. 3.8 is pretty good. I worked very hard, of course. Let me just say, yep, it's a crossover. Shout out to Enduring the Course, the nonprofit. Shout out to Epiphany Media and Conversation with Ebony J, the for profit. <laughs> um. Ebony J said, uh, she said, yep, I've had an offer to rescind it uh, once they found out I was in the military, but they, they, but they will say it's because of something else. But I'm like, how? <laughs> how, Sway, how? Right. Uh, she said, uh, you just offered me the position. Uh, as women, we make it happy is what Ebony J said. Um, and just say, hey, coronavirus, coronavirus emergency plans at your workplaces. That means I'm not coming to work. Man, that's great. I'm going to the sticks. Man. Talking to niggas. Uh, <laughs> niggas corona, really got it. Corona free. <laughs> uh, your mom said they're not proud of our country and our military, which is crazy. You you would think 
you would think that would be the number one thing. As much as they say, um, uh, support our military and the military need more mm-hmm. money and uh, veteran uh, uh, veterans are urged to apply and all this stuff, but then they do. You know, I don't care whether I don't care if you're a national guard, which means you ain't never leaving the, the country. Still might have to do something though. Even still, like they they I I agree with your mom a thousand percent that they don't respect it. Look, you know. I, but then you also have the people who, you know, you know, war, you know, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You do, <laughs> you do have those people out here. So, I mean, that's why, I don't know, you know, you go into war, you know, pe- <laughs> people got to die. Oh, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker, <laughs> Motown, Motown greatest hits. Hey. <laughs> But uh, I mean, you you do have those people, so it's like war, you know, you know, people dying, which is true. But at the same time, like this world was based off of war and lands and countries and everything is based off war. Like, but sure. in today's times, I mean, it has, I mean, it's still wars going on. But I mean, that's the only how you gonna conquer and be a powerful country is war. That's why America is number one because they conquered goddamn everything. I had U.S. Embassy and got them every country. So I, I don't know if this falls into politics or what. Maybe we can have a show about war. But like, I, and I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that's how the Roman Empire became the Roman Empire. Man, that's so how. That's how these. They got these, killed by his own peoples. That's how too uh, powerful. the Chinese Empire became that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I get it. One line. Tough, but America. If that's the case, then America fucking up. Like so, right? So, so the country, the America works because you have people that are pro-war, mm-hmm. you have people that's anti-war. So, sympathetic, right? So, to the outside world, you got some people that are saying like, "Oh no, we don't want any war. We're sorry, <coughs> sorry, Corona, <laughs> Corona, <laughs> Corona." <you know> <laughs> Then you got um so so the, on the outside you got people that's like oh they you know the actual American people are sympathetic while their uh, government is aggressive toward the war and stuff so you had the balance America's built off balance you got uh, the aggressive in Malcolm you got the passive in in, in uh, Martin Luther like you got to have both in America that's just how the country is built on that's how it works you got to have both um so it works for America but that's not how it works. For expansion, like you just taking over countries, nowhere in history has people just went and invaded, and then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna hang out, we're gonna change, but get a country back." So you like that's not how war works. Mm-hmm. You take over that shit and you make it America West now. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that that's war where you're not having, you know, uh, we're not having uh, 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 wars that drawn out for 18 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like 9/11 was like 18 years ago. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to go to war or if you want that territory, you want them off, go take it. Like, I'm not all pro-war or whatever. Like, I'm somewhere in the middle or whatever, but I know for a fact that if I want something and I'm going to have opposition and I'm going to take it, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, we should be friends and then you should give me some of it mm-hmm. and then I'm going to give the rest of you mm-hmm. and I'm going to put you back in power. But I kind of still want it. Mm-hmm. I'm be like, I'm taking this shit and then you're not going to exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you go from there. I was reading something where, um, like most of the world is, um, connected through like a, a central bank or something like that. 
and uh, like the countries that don't that's not in that are North Korea. Um, damn, I can't remember. It's some, it's some other countries that America got beef. Oh, um, you know Iraq. Some other countries that America got beef with, right. and they were saying, you know, that's the cause of some of the issues, and uh, you know, some of the issues is uh, oil and all that type of stuff. There's so, certain issues, money. You know what I'm saying? Money, money, money. You know, <clears throat> is the root. So, so I, I don't want to get off into policies, but so yeah. it's not so much a bank. It's like NAFTA, right? It's like the all, all the different countries or, or um, all the different world organizations come together and they. Say these are our guidelines. If you with it, then cool. You know, so you get a portion of this uh, money if you uh, everybody pay in, and then sure when you have a disaster or some shit, like you get money from the group mm-hmm. to help with your disaster relief or whatever. Um, and then if you don't join the group, then like when something happens, you're like, well, niggas be looking like, well, you fucked up. You should have joined the group. You know, it's like insurance. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I'm saying it's what it is. It's country insurance, mm-hmm. and. For people that don't, so then the people on the outside looking like, well, fuck, like I can't join your insurance. Well, fuck you then. And then America and all and, and Britain and France, like, everybody looking like, if you only have more money, you could join the group. And then they're like, well, fuck you, like y'all since they both saying fuck you. And then I don't know you as a person. Like, how many times can you listen to a nigga say fuck you before you like, mm-hmm. well, we gotta work or something? Like y'all <laughs> saying like, yeah, you about to stay here and say say fuck me mm-hmm. a thousand times. And then you go out to a bigger gro- uh, global dispute and all that stuff. The difference is, you send an 18, 20, 21 year olds, 22 year olds to go fight a war mm-hmm. and they don't even know what the fuck they're fighting for. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I have an issue with. But anyway, it's Women's Month. Like, so, anyway. Uh, yeah, we ain't trying to bring it. We don't want to bring it. We'll, we'll talk war another time. Anyway, uh, Ebony J said, I got a show discussing anxiety and, and the corona, anxiety and the coronavirus on the same show. Hey, another shameless plug. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Let me, know, I'm, let me know. Let me know. I'm tuning in. <laughs> Ebony J said, "Or take ten days and hit the hit the cities." Oh, that's what she's doing. Out here partying. Ebony J, if you ain't follow, go like go like that page. Ebony J having a, a hot girl winter, spring, spring, whatever this is. He partying. <laughs> uh, Laura said, "I don't get PTO actually, so it's not even pay. It's just when I'm absent. Uh, it takes like three people." Or when I'm absent, it's like three people are absent. I do the job of three. But since I made it vocal about it, about how I felt, my boss and I, who are who I adore, have gotten a lot closer and have an incredible open communication relationship now. Right. So without you speaking up and saying that, then y'all wouldn't have had that relationship and they wouldn't have known that, oh, this is a person that I, not only do I value in the company, but I should mentally understand that this is a person and not mm. a fucking robot that don't exactly. need time and days and stuff. Exactly. So even if it ain't paid, like, but now you get the time off and you won't be ridiculed when you come back to work. Oh, what happened to you? We right. were counting on you for, like, hey, I need a fucking day right. to get off my back. Especially when, Mike Tyson. you know, the manager, owner of that company, whatever, you see them kicking it constantly. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, about to, you, you about to kick it and I can't mm-hmm. kick it at all? It's crazy. You see them going, like, kick out of, out of the country, you know, on vacation constantly, but then when I just take... Two three days off. It's now I'm ridiculed, right? Yeah. And just I hope when y'all hire when I hope when y'all hire you offer. Oh, uh, when we hire y'all for PTO for sure. It's important. Unless look, unless we end up still independent contractor, no. But if well, we become a corporation. That's because legally we can't yeah. offer employee benefits. Corporation right. is totally different thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, like I can't. I couldn't imagine selling somebody. Look, we had this. 
I'm not gonna put it out there, but when we was writing the the, the uh, contract, and I'm like, nigga, I can't I can't put that on the contract. I get it from a business standpoint, it makes perfect sense, but I can't put that on the contract. Like that's the reason we do what we do, so we don't have to have like a situation like that. I can't, I just couldn't do it in good faith. Mm-hmm. That's the same fucking thing. The same thing. Like if we mm-hmm. can offer the the opportunity to benefit somebody to do something like that, no question, mm-hmm. no question at all. Uh, but when you independent contractor, when you're an LLC with independent contractor, then you certain stuff you can't legally you can't yeah. offer. You just can't do yeah. it. Um, but for sure, Ebony J said the show is coming. Good, get on that. Uh, your mom came back, so hey. <laughs> uh, Angel said I like when you sound so aggressive. I don't know what you're talking about, madam. <laughs> but let me know. But anyway, we're gonna get out your head, man. Um, this is a great discussion, man. Uh, we really have we really had a bunch of more questions. I, I, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to think that we lied to y'all. Like, we really did have questions and stuff. And like the show just started, man. It just went ran from there. They just start, yeah. <laughs> like it just yeah, it just happens. Um, so I want to thank y'all, man, for joining us as always. Like I, I, I know I said all the time, y'all probably tired of hearing me say it, but like, I'm, I'm thankful, man, for every single one of y'all. Every time we do a show, the feedback we get, the amount of of love and shares and, and comments, just the comments alone, like the people that watch live. And then, the, you know, a couple of days later, we'll get a, the numbers and we'll see like the people that came back and rewatched it. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, like, I, I, I appreciate it. Humbly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for every, um, listener, every watcher, uh, every, every viewer. I damn, I don't know English, but thank y'all for tuning in. And, um, be sure to check the podcast for the parts you missed. And uh, check out You're Right Here, too. And most importantly, remember to own your own. Shout out to You're Right too. That's very important. Single-handedly uh, repping the brand. Own your own. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Um, like my man said, be sure to check out the Rewind on the podcast. Uh, it'll be available first thing in the morning. Most places, usually it might take a day for s- certain Apple products because they slow to do stuff. Um, uh, I do my political show on Wednesdays. It's just a just a 30-minute show. We just talk about whatever's going on. And um, typically, it's, you know, it's all Democratic. Uh, I try to be fair and balanced, like unlike Fox News for real, but all Republican <laughs> stuff is just talking about Democrats right now, so which is fine. So... Uh, I don't even hear Republican issues because you already know who's gonna be the look, front runner. I go to Fox. I go to fight. I go to Fox News and they're like, "Oh, these Democrats fucking up." Like, that's just what <laughs> this is about. Um, so be sure to check out uh, join us Wednesday at six thirty. I think it's six forty-five to like seven fifteen or something like that. It's a weird hours, I know, but just uh, come chill out half an hour or so talk politics with us. Um, also on Wednesdays earlier, Wednesday mornings, be sure to check out, uh, our Epiphany Radio Rewinds, just some wild stuff <laughs> from, from our wild days doing Epiphany youth. Radio, uh, right from our youth when, uh, I don't know, I, I don't, this is crazy. Every, every time I, and I, and I put it all up there. Every time I hear something, I'm like, nigga, this is, that was insane. It's cringeworthy. <laughs> Look, yeah. And we the, we the people that said it or did it. Like, every, just hearing myself talk like that, I'm like, nigga, what are you doing right now? So anyway, be sure to check it out and uh, check out how we grew from then until what we got now. <laughs> um, 
conversation with Ebony J seems like it's, it's definitely on the on the way back. I'm excited for that. Uh, if you haven't liked the page, go back and do that. Um, finally, an announcement of a new show. Uh, we got a I Said What I Said podcast coming soon. Um, I want to say this upcoming weekend. Um, be sure to group, join the group if you haven't joined the group. Um, I'll send out some invitations maybe tonight or tomorrow. Um, I think they're supposed to have uh, their first show this weekend, sometime this weekend. I'm not sure if it's going to be Saturday or Sunday, but uh, when you get the chance, definitely go ahead and check out their page. Watch the show if you can. Um, watch the replay if you have to. Listen to the podcast if you have to, whatever you got to do. But um, I definitely appreciate y'all supporting the brand as always and uh, as we try to grow and expand and and uh, do some better stuff, man. I keep I keep uh, appreciating y'all no matter what. Um, Angel said, "Keep washing your hands. <laughs> keep washing your hands and not touching your face." Uh, Regina said, "I finally caught the show. Uh, yeah, it's been a while for sure. Thanks for catching a live show. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. Um, next week we're gonna continue with more uh, a Women's Month, man. I'm still working on getting people to come on. Uh, so eventually we'll have that eventually. I hope." Um, but my man already said, uh, <laughs> make sure you're on your own. And, uh, as always, we want to salute to the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause that's just what we do here. And like I said, if I don't say it, I get sued and I'm talking about by myself. And, uh, if y'all need anything else, um, send us a message, man. And, uh, we'll see y'all next week mm-hmm. and I'll see y'all Wednesday for the, uh, politics show. All right. We out of here.